0: Welcome to Buffalo Camp Day Recap. I'm Thad Brown, along with A.J. Feldman. Day 11 of camp, or better said, the second to last day of camp here at St. John Fisher University. And um, A.J., I think we'll start with something pretty simple. The Bills' offense today was bad, atrocious, terrible. What word do you have to describe it?
1: um the words that i'm trying to use we can't say on air there there's some others that we heard uh, uttered on the sidelines but no it was not good later in practice it got a little better because it couldn't get worse no it could not the goal line they started off with the goal line drill red zone drill atrocious terrible
0: the red zone drill you refer to began with four throws not one of which had any remote possibility of being completed not because The defense had significant coverage and maybe one or two were in that realm, but they were just off. I mean, balls were um, two, three yards away from receivers, receivers falling down. The fifth snap was Latavius Murray running into the line of scrimmage and being stoned by the second team. The second (laughs) team. Not even the first team D, the second team D. Um, You know, that red zone drill, I think the Bills offense went three of 13 as a whole. Um, the first team had a drive the field session not too long after. Again, had trouble getting in the end zone. Um, there was a play late in the, in the practice where Josh Allen tried to hit uh, Deontay Hardy deep down the middle. Hardy had a step on Demar Hamlin. Problem was Taylor Rapp was playing center field and and you know pretty much fielded the ball like a center fielder catching a lazy fly in the third inning of some baseball game. It was just it never had a hope of being completed.
1: And the other problem is Deontay Hardy is five foot six on a good day. Not the guy you want jumping up into double coverage on a deep post route.
0: So look, big picture, there's zero concern about the Bills offense. We know this offense is gonna be at worst, top five, six, seven, at worst, you know, but um, everybody has bad days and this was one for the offense. And and again, you know, in training camp, a lot of times you'll say, well, if the offense has a bad day, the defense must've had a good day. And they probably did have a good day, but I'm not gonna, we're not gonna sit here and list eight to 10 defensive stars or highlights today. There are a few. For the most part, this was just flat out bad offense.
1: And though that first team at the, the red zone, at the goal line, 10 plays, one touchdown. And the one touchdown they did have, like you said, they brought the second team in, they eventually got Dawson Knox open off of some, you know, some mismatch, some mesh patterns. Uh, yeah. That's the type of the thing where it's like, okay, we've got the second team out, we need to get something good happen. Let's just have them like kind of pick each other somewhat illegally and let's get Dawson Knox open for it. It, it
0: was a, look, it, it, was, was, a, it was legal, it wasn't it, it, an actual it, yeah, play. Yeah, right, I mean, they, they, they picked the edge and he kind of leaked out to the outside. It's, it's a standard NFL play and it worked against the second team, but it worked, so. Um, you know, that, that is the highlight of camp. You know, it's, it's funny to take so much time with this because like I said, big picture, it's, it's not that big a deal, but, but today it was that big a deal. Now- uh, It was one, a
1: talking point last year though. That's
0: true, that's true. One quick highlight, and we'll get to this a little bit more later, Latavius Murray looked good today. <laughs> and, and he had two plays leaking out of the backfield where he busted them long. Um, one looked like the Bills defense was bringing some sort of all out blitz. Murray leaked out and he might've scored an actual 70 yard touchdown. A lot of times in camp, A guy will run to the end zone just to finish the play when everybody else has stopped caring. This was a play where he might have really scored. So Latavius Murray, offensive highlight, ladies
1: and gentlemen. I have seen that a couple times in camp so far. Josh Allen, the offense doing a good job of identifying like an all-out blitz to one side, just simply getting it out, taking the cheese to that running back. I've seen that a couple times in camp so far.
0: And taking the cheese, taking the easy throws is certainly a point of emphasis for this offense this year. Speaking of offense, Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, met with the media today. A couple of things I found interesting. Number one, he got a question about in the current NFL, there's a lot less starters who play in preseason games. So how does that affect what you do in practice in the preseason? And Dorsey said, look, you know, there's much more unscripted time in practice. Dorsey said when he played, almost everything in a training camp practice was scripted, except for maybe two minute drill. Now there's more of that because you want to see the guys just be able to
1: play because you won't get
0: that opportunity to have what would be a live period in a preseason game.
1: And that's how we got into that second red zone situation. Uh, Stephon Diggs had a deep play down the sidelines, maybe the only highlight from the offense. Yeah, that was a
0: spectacular throw from Johnson. And
1: then they kind of just busted out into red zone again. Granted, it didn't work, but that just kind of shows you, you know, they just kind of play football at certain times.
0: The other thing I found interesting, um, Dorsey was talking about how having a return man as a part of the offense impacts that player's ability to pick up the offense, a la Deontay Hardy, now that Naheem Hines is hurt. And and what Dorsey said was, if he's a return man, it's not that big a deal because that's that's pretty much his only job, he doesn't have to learn so many different things. But if you're a, a player who's a part of what he called a four phase player, so that'd be, you know, kick coverage, kick return, punt coverage, punt return, that's a little more difficult. The reason I bring that up is Damian Harris has been a pretty consistent part of special teams during this training camp to where I wonder, based on what Dorsey said, does that mean there might be less
1: time for him to pick up the offense and maybe he's less a part of this offense as a running back than we think he might be. I mean, Christian McCaffrey picked up the offense in one week last year against the Niners. So I guess if there's a position where it's easier to to pick it up probably be running back maybe than a receiver, especially a guy like Hardy who you know plays in the slot, You know, can go outside for a little bit. They're getting him on all these you know, end arounds and in the backfield and stuff. So he's got a lot more to worry about. I don't know if I should be too concerned about Damian Harris's ability to pick up the offense, especially as a veteran, a guy who's done it a lot. Remember, Naheem Hines came here last year and didn't that pick up the true. offense in
0: like three months with pretty much the you know with with the easier special teams
1: role of just being the return man. Um, you know that's we, a whole nother bag of worms as to why that never for, you for know.
0: sure. But I mean, it, it's the same coordinator, it's yeah. the same offensive position, a little different role. You mm-hmm. know, Harris is probably a lot less of a pass catcher than Hines, but it was you know something I thought of in light of what Dorsey said that you know it may impact how this team operates going forward because I, I think Harris. Will and should be a, a big part of this running game, and, and maybe he is going to be more of a special teams player. Now, look, I don't, I don't think anybody expects Latav- James Cook,
1: stock rising. Well, Latavius yeah, guess I mean, Murray as well. Yeah. Get him off your draft boards. Cook for sure. Yeah. You
0: know, but I, I don't know if I want to put Murray that high despite his good day today. But maybe, maybe Murray is going to be a little more involved. You know, if you were going to have three running backs active on game day, and one of them, Harris, is going to play a lot of special teams, well, you can make that excuse. You know, the reason that they sit Zach Moss down. Or, or you know, Taiwan Jones, or you know, guys like that. The last few years is because that player did not contribute on special teams. Well, if Damian Harris is doing that, now you can have Murray active, and if you want, you can make it a, a three-man committee at running back all of a sudden stock down for all the <laughs> running backs. So it, it is a, a possibility, you know, considering, you know, really like playing around with the different, you know, uh, theoretical ideas with his running back, based on what Doris said today.
1: Maybe the takeaway is Latavius Murray needs to buy Damian Harris like a gift basket for helping him get on the roster, him taking care of the special team stuff. Wow. Latavius Murray can just be Latavius Murray out there.
0: I, I guess, but <laughs> I mean, really the reason he's on the roster is because Naheem Hines has yeah. an ACL injury more than anything else. Yeah. All right. Um, let's turkey burger time. Right depth chart. Depth chart. Should we want to hit on that? So
1: not too much to hit on.
0: Yeah, the, the, the Bills released their first depth chart uh, yesterday. Their day off um, from camp here ahead of the Week One preseason game. Uh, every team in the league, I think, pretty much had a depth chart out yesterday. So not a surprise. The biggest note is Ryan Bates listed as the starting guard ahead of Osiris Torrance. And I tweeted this yesterday, and I still believe it. Don't buy too much into that. Um, Last year at this time, Kyer Elam, despite being a first round pick, despite being in a neck and neck battle to be a starter, was listed as the number two corner at this time last year. To me, this is a, a Bills rookie thing and that rookies have to earn things. That's why Torrance is on the number two line. But this year, Elam Benford and Dane Jackson are all listed as the number one starter at corner two together.
1: Yeah, not a ton you take away from the depth charts. Like you said, all three of those corners still very much in the mix, which is what we've been seeing. Um, the the linebackers now down to Tyrell Dodson, Trell Bernard, which is what we've been seeing. They but were listed together as yeah, well. James mm-hmm. Cook at RB1, no surprise there. But I guess a confirmation, but you know. Not a whole lot to take away from. Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much. You know, as you would expect. And it's here's the other thing too: the depth chart is not put out there to inform people. The depth chart is put out there as a mechanism of the coaches to send messages. So you know, um, I, I think they're reminding all the guys in position battles that there's nothing has been decided and they're reminding osiris torrance that i don't care how many first team reps you're going to get you're going to have to quotes earn this now it's turkey burger time you can go first
1: i will go first with gabe davis he had a really strong one-on-one session he had three plays in particular as i flip my notes to get my reminder there Uh, number one gabe davis beat trey white on a fade route left side of the end zone there completion touchdown play number two is best rep of the session. It was a real physical route against Christian Benford, kind of jammed him inside and then busted out to the corner, right in the corner of the end zone, got two feet down, tapped the toes. Really nice play. And then number three, he just cooked, Kyrie Elam. One of those plays where you kind of think how all the discussion on Twitter has been, it's so difficult to play one-on-one. You know That that, that drill is
0: built for offense. yeah, Yeah, it's
1: built for offense. You can do whatever you want. Elam tried to kind of play him more on the outside. He juked him out of his shoes, got another touchdown. Of the three reps I saw, I think I walked over there slightly late. 3 for 3 for Gabe Davis, so definite turkey burger there.
0: Turkey burger for me too. Boogie Basham today. This was during uh, the two-on-two O-line, D-line drills. He had a rep where he just, I mean, juked Tommy Doyle out of his shoes, got inside quick. You know, Basham is going to have a, a bit of a rough go of it. They've been using a little more defensive tackle, I think trying to find a spot that you can make a a case for him to stay on the roster. Um, His camp has been mediocre, but definitely had a flash moment today.
1: I'll give a turkey burger by default to the red zone defense. If we're gonna talk so bad about the offense, like we said, it was mostly the offense. It was mostly just really bad offense. But you know what? We'll toss a turkey burger to the red zone defense because stopping an elite offense nine out of 10 times at the goal line we can give you some uh, some lean protein.
0: <laughs> Got to be doing something right there, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Uh, Turkey Brigger, for me, too, as we talked about before, Latavius Murray, who, um, you know, looks look spry, looks young. He's 33 years old. Um, look for a, a third-string running back. You can do way worse in this league. And outside of the one Allen to Diggs deep ball, he was the offensive highlights almost regardless of what team was in today. And one more for me. Um, speaking of that red zone defense, I will give a specific turkey burger to Taryn Johnson. Um, <laughs> the
1: Thad Brown, Taryn Johnson turkey burger. I, I, the daily I mean, look, occurrence.
0: The guy can play. <laughs> yeah. the, guy, the guy can play, and I love watching him play. And today, he totally erased Dalton Kincaid on a red zone throw. I mean, you know, Kincaid is, is, I think, eventually going to turn into a really good weapon for the Bills. But, you know, Taron Johnson at this point is still a guy that's one level too high for him. And, and you saw it again. Um, Kincaid was trying to run a little bit of an out fade route in, in the sideline of the end zone. And, and Johnson pretty much just replaced him. I mean, like, if you tried to look and see the 8-6 in the jersey, all you saw was 7 with his back turn. He was that good and has been that good on a regular basis.
1: Should we toss one to Saran Neal as well for his interception? Yes, a, we should. A bad Kyle Allen throw.
0: You know? you know what? A little bit bad throw, but another one where, you know, when you're in zone and you have guys at different levels down the field, the trick for the quarterback is fitting a ball over the short defender and in front of the deep defender. He didn't fit it over Saran Neal. Saran Neal made him
1: pay. He fit it right to his numbers. No, so. no, he had to
0: go up and get it. That was a jump, though. He had to Yeah, he did. it. picked it out of the air.
1: That, he, he, he might did. be selling He reached
0: we- over his head to get it. I guess. When the Bills tweeted out, like next week on Friday, we'll they, take they will a look not be tweeting
1: that one out because it makes Kyle Allen look really bad. And, I don't know. And after the play, play. Kyle Allen—you
0: could cut it so that it just starts with where the catch is. You know,
1: <laughs> they can uh, CGI and tour or something. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, but after the play, Kyle Allen, uh, as you would expect, very upset with himself, clapping his hands multiple times in anger at himself. Yeah. So. No, look,
0: look—it is a mistake on Kyle Allen's part. Yeah. But it wasn't like. Um, Saran had the ball hit him in the chest. He had to go up and get it.
1: It's probably somewhere in the middle. of. No, forward. it is not. I am right and you are wrong. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave either it way, at that. Either way, it took a burger though, for sure. Alright.
0: All right. So we are done here on Buffalo Camp Day Recap. We have one more practice at St. John Fisher. That is tomorrow 945 and then the Bills are done here at camp. It'll be our last uh camp day recap broadcast there will be many more discussion broadcasts that will be had certainly between now and the start of the season of course once we get into
1: even on Saturday
0: even on Saturday yeah we'll do one this weekend for sure after the first preseason game so for AJ Feldman I'm Thad Brown thanks for watching on rochesterfirst.com thanks for listening wherever you find your podcasts we'll see you tomorrow on Buffalo Camp Day Recap